Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Even though it's my literal first episode of Miss Groff will probably only be the only one listening to this. But um, I've always really enjoyed podcasts and listening to them and just like learning from them. So to do a project on something I'm interested in and doing it in an enjoyable way, I think is super cool. So I just wanted to say that. But today I'm going to be talking about um, mental health, mental illnesses, but uh, specifically how um, COVID and quarantine has affected teens and students' mental stability. Um, Ms. Groff, I also wanted to preface this by saying I don't really know how to edit this. So this is going to be a completely candid, um, no filter, just me talking. And I also don't have a structure for this. I just want it to be completely natural and me just kind of talk about my personal experiences and my survey results. So yeah, today I'm going to be talking about mental stability um, in teens and students and COVID and quarantine and the effects. So I conducted a survey. I only got 47 responses, which is really disappointing considering like 400 people saw it. But regardless, um, I think the feedback I received is um, really eye-opening and just um, uh, further supports my like claim. But like I said, this is specifically on how COVID and quarantine has affected our mental stability. And... Um, so I asked specific questions pertaining to that. So one question, the first question was, since lockdown, has your mental health drastically improved your decline? While 10.6% of the 47 voters said my mental health has not been affected, 74.5% said that it has declined, while 14.9% said it has improved. And I feel like 74.5% is a a huge percentage and it speaks volumes to really what it's done to our mental health um and yeah I just want to move on to the next question so I can kind of bounce my responses off of them but my next question was after being out of school for so long were you looking forward such hoping to return back to school and 55.3 percent of voters said yes now I was reading an article about mental health and the effects COVID and quarantine has had on it and um, I forgot the name of the article, but the article stated that many teens were looking forward to going back to school um, and COVID and quarantine. We weren't in control of our environment. And the article stated that we like to be in teens specifically like to be in control of our environment. So when that got taken away from us, like because with COVID, you never know what the next day is going to hold. Like we get shut down every other day. I mean, back in March, this was all new, you know, we were in our sports and then we found out we're going to be shutting down for two weeks. So we were, had no control over our environment or what was going on. So for school to get back into some normalcy, a school year every year and get back into a routine, it gave us more control. So a lot of us were looking forward to that. And while some kids, you know, every school year are like, yeah, but, um, yeah, anyways, so I feel like that is also something I know for myself this year after being out of school technically for six months I was like okay like I'm ready but now um seeing to kind of where the state of my mind got in quarantine it's extremely overwhelming now and I'm gonna get more into that later but some valuable lessons I asked what were some valuable lessons the shutdown has taught you um and a lot of them said to never take things for 
granted a lot of those were and like i said um our sports and everything got taken away um this year seniors could potentially be missing out on a normal graduation normal prom you know all these monumental things that they would typically be looking forward to so um yeah a lot of that with social interaction is important and a peaceful mind and body can only come when you start to take care of yourself first which i feel like is a huge um, point to be made so my next question was did yourself uh esteem increase or decrease and why do you think this is and about 70 percent of voters said it has decreased um i also read another article just pertaining to social media and the effects it has on our mindset and we were in self-isolation or self-quarantine and we continue to be um for a very long time so that gave us time to sit on social media compare ourselves um really get into our heads and um overthink things and this article by mclean hospital states that the platforms are designed to be addictive and are associated with anxiety depression and even physical limitations so we sat on social media saw societal standards and they're not even you can't even reach their standards um and anxiety and depression immediately went up which leads me to my next question that i asked which was which mental illnesses became more prominent in your life and anxiety and depression were the top two um and eating disorder was a third but anxiety and depression were most the highest ranking ones and um a lot of people did say social media so i definitely see the correlation obviously um and 81 this article by mclean hospital also states that 81 percent of teens in the u.s use social media so we're all at home we don't have the social interaction we're on social media we're gonna get this depression from comparing ourselves anxiety like these things are going to become more prominent in our lives and a lot of us don't know how to handle it and um so like i said their self-esteem is feeling low so you know people will post on social media trying to get that reassurance that um sense of belonging and boost of self-esteem like this article states as well um so yeah, social media plays a huge role. And um yeah, I I just feel like um a huge reason to the low self-esteem is social media and these responses definitely do um play a part in that. Um but a lot of people well, a lot did say it decreased for various reasons. Some people did a small majority said it increased they were able to work out get more in physical shape and a benefit of social media and the accessibility is i don't know if you know this miss groff chloe ting and just youtube workout videos became very popular and people were actually like wanting to better themselves and quarantine was a perfect time to do so to get their summer bods ready as a lot of people said so physical health although there were negative effects physical health was definitely one that people focused on i don't know how long that lasts but people did focus on it for um a period of time so my next question after the long tangent was have you noticed a decline in passion towards things you would normally be passionate about and 66 percent of people said yes um and 
I definitely, for me personally, totally am in that yes category. Like, I am usually very passionate about lacrosse, very passionate about the standards I have for myself and schooling. And this year, I've just noticed a huge decline in my motivation, my self-discipline. Like, everything is just worse. And my passion is just not there for really anything. And I, I think quarantine put all of us in this mindset this just stagnant mindset and we can't get out of it or at least we're trying to make slow progress but it's very minimal so my next question was did slash does social media play a role in where your mental health stands today 68.1 percent of people said yes like i said 81 percent of u.s teens have social media and have that accessibility so this is really no surprise um but then again like i said some did have positive feedback and there's definitely some positive things on social media. So I don't know. It could go either way. But uh, yeah. Um, so what mental illnesses have become more prominent in your life as a result of COVID? Depression and anxiety were, were the um, top two by far with eating disorders. I already, I already said this. What am I doing? This is my first podcast if you can't tell. Um, but yeah, like I said, social media plays a huge role in where our mental health stands today. And, um, mental health issues like eating disorders, especially eating disorders, depression and anxiety have become much more prominent, um, because social media is so largely a part of our lives. So the next question was, how are your remote learning grades compared to your in-person grades? If a significant difference, why do you think this is? Now, from my perspective, my remote learning grades are much, much worse than uh, my in-person grades. And many can attest to this by the responses. Um, One person said, they're about the same, but I'm not um, learning anything. And I totally agree with that. And I feel like many of us can. We're going through the motions, doing the work, but when we're remote but we're not actually learning or comprehending anything and when you're online and then in person and online and in person your grades are just not going to match up and this comes back to the whole passion thing as well like I'm usually very passionate about school and like have these high standards for myself but it's just extremely discouraging just not having that self-discipline and the accountability of someone else like a teacher to like be there and a lot of other people said the um, self account uh accountability of like a teacher being there and just yeah and then other people said because it's hard to go back and forth so it's hard to keep them good terrible from an a student to being doing the bare minimum which i completely feel that online will always suck because you retain less but online classes can be easier to finesse and even though you learn less so basically yeah you retain less but you can cheat so it's easier um and people said there's so many distractions online, so in-person is better. It really just depends on the person, but we all collectively agree that we're not learning anything online. And when you, your self-esteem depends on things you're good at and, like, um, positive reinforcement and you see your grades are bad, you know, your teacher's telling you missing assignments, you have to get this and this and that, um, it can be extremely detrimental to your mental stability so what positive or negative effects has covid slash quarantine had on you mentally 
emotionally, physically, and or socially. And I did actually see a very large amount of responses pertaining to physical health and they were able to work out. Like I said earlier, Chloe Ting became much more popular on YouTube. And yeah, people were um, able to do that and get physical, but I don't know how long that lasted. While others, a vast majority said, my mental health has definitely gone downhill since COVID start. Mentally, I am tired. I push myself to work out and keep some motivation. I still talk to people because if I don't, I'm afraid I'll have nothing left. Um, it has negative, negatively affected my physical health. I often felt tired because I was stuck at home and couldn't go anywhere. Um, it made me in contact with less people and made me less sociable. It also made me more emotionally express, made me a more emotionally expressive person. Negative, decreased wanting to socialize, positive, self-reflect. Um, so yeah, I want to add to this too. So the beginning of, I think quarantine really kickstarted this. Um, I was really, really, really unhappy with myself and just where I was in life. So I got really into self-reflection and self-improvement and COVID for a lot of people, including myself, was an amazing time of self-reflection and self-growth. Although it was extremely difficult, it was a great time to really pursue yourself and those things and whatever you want to improve on. Um, So yeah, a lot of these responses are in regards to self-reflection. So a lot of us struggle with mental health, with our mental health and making it a priority, but I don't really know how many of us uh, look to seek help or get help or even make it a priority. So I asked... Do you, do you make your mental health a priority? And um, about 60% of people said no. Um, so I think that speaks in itself. Like, we struggle with mental illnesses, but we don't even know how to handle them or what to do about them. And, yeah, I feel like that's where in school it needs to be spoke about more, um, spoken about more, and just more outlets and resources and People just need to have an ally and someone they can talk to. And, yeah, that's where I feel like we as a society need to learn how to handle our, um, the things we struggle with much better. And I then asked, how do you handle your mental illnesses? And to bounce off the other question, many people said they don't do anything or they ignore it. So I think that says just enough in itself. Like, like I said, we don't know how to handle it. We don't know what to do. And so our mental health isn't decreasing, but it's not increasing. It's just plateauing. So, yeah, COVID and quarantine has created this mindset. And we're not really, like, I don't know. I don't know how to quite describe it. But after seeing a lot of the same people come from where I am regarding um, mental health and with school... I feel like it's become extremely overwhelming for a lot of us because we went from the six-month break of our minds doing the bare minimum to coming back in school, having Keystone's finals in the same week, just having a normal school year. But our mindset is just not there at all. So, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely insightful seeing these responses. And once I read articles regarding, um, not social media, regarding mental health, um, and I constantly see on, like, TikTok and everything, kids posting the same things about how their grades are decreasing, um, 
like they have no motivation or passion for anything like um they got shut down again like I don't know everyone's on the same boat but I feel like no one is speaking out about it or like really doing anything about it so that's where I want to come in and just offer some outlets I don't know or some things I do to kind of um prioritize my mental health and just keep myself in control of my emotional well-being so like I said quarantine kickstarted this but I got really into self-reflection and self-improvement so I want to say during the summer I bought this book it's 13 things mentally strong women don't do and there's a mentally strong people don't do but this just pertains specifically to my sex so I thought I would get it and it's by Amy Morin and it's an incredible book um and it really a lot of the things that are talked about I struggle with like seeing your emotions as vulnerability or like you don't like to express them or just self-doubt so I highly recommend looking into a um like a book that if you enjoy reading or if you don't you can definitely get into it um and this book just talks about finding your confidence your authentic voice um power and just life like meaning to your life so I would definitely recommend finding something that brings you that type of joy and if you're someone like me who finds your happiness in other things or other people Um, This book walks you through that, and I definitely find myself improving just from what I'm reading and um, retaining, so I definitely recommend that. Also, uh, for Christmas, Santa got me this A Year of Positive Thinking, Daily Inspiration, Wisdom, and Courage by Cindy um, Spiegel, Spiegel, S-P-I-E-G-L, and there's, for every day of the year, there's a quote, and this hasn't just like it is nice seeing positive affirmations every day but this is just something that I look it's something that I look forward to every day um reading the new quote but also it keeps me accountable for like I need to read the quote that day like because I know if I stop reading the quotes every day I won't keep up with it and I'll just stop reading them so the self-accountability I'm definitely working on like I need to read this like I need to stay on track so this is a really good book um, and the quotes are oddly like specific to my life and what I'm going through right now. Um, so it's really nice. But also just uh, another ways you can improve upon your mental health is take a break from social media. I had to do this during quarantine. Like I said, we we're all sitting there comparing ourselves. It was super toxic. I saw, you know, people doing stuff. I wish I was there. You know what? Whatever. So definitely take a break from social media. Take breaks from your phone every day, whether it's 10 minutes, just take that break and go outside, do something. Um, And self-care for sure. Take time for yourself. But yeah, I feel like, I hope, Miss Goff, for you, this um, podcast was somewhat eye-opening. And I'm sure you already knew, like, how, how teens are struggling through this time but I hope this was more eye-opening and insightful and I hope you enjoyed listening to this maybe you listened to it while walking chewy or something I don't know maybe you got bored and didn't even listen to the whole thing I mean it's already at like 20 minutes so I don't blame you but yeah that's my project um I thoroughly enjoyed receiving feedback from my peers and how everyone else was feeling and yeah thank you